because Alu been grinding. So yeah, I'm definitely to, on. I had to put the shit on my back. I had to put back and carry this shit up. Boy, had I had like 800 pounds each on his back. You could tell a man about a distance travel. I'm a seeker of knowledge. I'm always, I'm a nerd. I always want to learn. And whenever you stop learning, you stop growing. And when you stop growing, you die. What up, what up, guys? It's your boy, Alu. It's your boy, Ron. And we're the Amateur Builders. Yeah, hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Last week's episode was pretty cool. Uh, It was something that me and Ron had to go out of our way to actually record. And even today, still the same thing. Ron is still on vacation. He's coming back. When are you coming back, bro? This Sunday. This Sunday. I bet. So today's episode, we're going to try to make it a little bit short because we don't actually have that much updates, but it's it's been a lot of great things that happened this week. Uh, But before we get into that, let's just talk about how the week was. How was your week? Um, so it was great, actually. Uh, I was telling you a little bit prior and on my gram, you could see I was just going to different places, experiencing my, my country. You feel me? And I think it was really enlightening to have that, have those experiences. And, uh, one thing I realized on the vacation, as much as like, you know, you want to get back to work or so sometimes like your body or like your mindset is not. It's not there. So when I was trying to work and stuff, I'm like feeling a bit lazy because, you know, it's like one different climate. And then yeah, you're on two, vacation mode. It's like, yeah, you just like, like your relaxation mind. It's like you and that, yeah. like you said, the mode is like, I don't know. <laughs> but for sure, when I get back, which is obviously soon, we definitely going to start grinding, especially for me because I've been grinding. So yeah, I'm definitely going to. I had to put this shit on my back and carry this shit up. Boy, had I had like 800 pounds each on his back. Come on, man. That's light work. That's light work. That's light work. Yeah. We're going to definitely be working. Shout out to Ron, though. He still came through. We had one meeting. Um, He still came through. He still put up, you know. Shout out to him for that because he's on vacation right now. When you're on vacation, you don't really want to think about really working, but he still came through and still put in that work. That's all that really matters. Yeah, um, thank but you, for, man. yeah, no problem. But for me, this week was like I said, like he just said, this week was ground season for me. I was basically having meeting back to back to back. So the meeting started like since last week, actually, since the the prior week. I think I told you guys. Before that, we were supposed to have meetings those um that day. So I had a meeting last week, Friday. I had a meeting this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I just had a meeting before we started this pod. So it was just like, it was back to back to back to back. Um, But these meetings was really important. Um, It gave us a lot of new insights in terms of what we're building. And it gave us some new competitors that's doing something similar, but I still think what we're building is totally different. It's something pretty innovative. And the approach that we're having is something that none of them is actually taking into account. Um, I was just reading this book by Andrew Chen. It's called The Cold Star Problem. And I think I told you a little bit about it, Ron. I don't know if you yeah. remember. Nah, but I definitely do remember. I'm reading this, I'm still reading it. Yeah, yeah. There's this specific 
is that is like towards the end of the book. He talks about the David and Goliath um problem. So right now the competitors that we have are the Goliaths, and we're basically the David. And what the David usually do is find strategies to basically maneuver and find what the Goliath is not looking at. And essentially win the war the, the battle and that's what we're doing right now. I feel like as the David in this um analogy, we're the small guy and the big guys are already established. They they already have um their business working, their model working. So we need to identify some of those things like cherry picking, seeing some of the things that they're not doing. And I think we already found that um specific thing that they're not actually doing. Um and I I we still haven't really talked about the product and we're still not gonna do it today, but the reason why we're not talking about it is because I feel like we're not like I said before, we're not all the way there yet in terms of feeling comfortable to just fully throw it out there and be um talk about it in depth, like I said. So when we bring it to the pot, especially when Ron is coming back this um this Sunday and we're gonna recuperate and run through everything that's been happening this week, this whole feedback that we got. But for the most part, on these meetings, the feedback was really positive, man. It was really positive, and it was reassuring because a lot of people understood the product like this. It was just, like, I was I gave it a slide. It was, I created, like, a basic kind of deck just to, like, uh, help me walk the way with people. And everybody that I had a meeting with immediately understood the product and they knew exactly what was the difference between our product and the other competitors out there. And that they used. And yeah. Some of it, like they could draw that distinction because they know what we're talking about because exactly. they use some of the competitors' products. So they already yeah. like teed up to know. Yeah. And even like for, so I'm going to break it down into the schools that I was talking to. So Lehman College, that's the school I graduated from. So I had my connection there. Um, his name is Lawrence. Um, he He's the director of alumni there. Uh, we had a connection because there was this program that I was in. It's called the Talent Tech Pipeline. And that's basically how I was able to get my internship when I was in college. And me and him kept relations there because we have – a couple of things that we do that's pretty um in common. Uh, I play basketball. He loves basketball. So we have that in common. We always talk about that. So when I had a meeting with him, he was really excited to hear about this because we haven't talked in a little while. So it was good to catch up. But when I was giving this presentation to him, he was super excited because he said, this is something that you could definitely see a lot of students utilizing and a lot of students actually need. And that was the big takeaway for me. He's like, people actually need this. And that was reassuring and really, it was a proof of concept for me. It was like, I was really happy to hear that. And he even gave me some more insights in terms of what we could add to the platform. And that was a really good meeting. And then yesterday I had another meeting with uh, LaGuardia and I low-key got ambushed, bro. I think I was telling you about that. Yeah, so, told me that. That was crazy. Yeah, it was <laughs> a lady by the name of Jessica. Uh, she was really lovely. But she didn't tell me it was going to be like 10 people on the call, bro. I'm telling you, I get on the call, I see, I'm telling you, bro, that shit was mad. It was crazy. 
So I'm on a call. It's her and two other people. I'm like, okay, it's cool. And then all I see is like one more person join. Okay. Another person join. Okay. Three no other warning. people join. No warning, <laughs> bro. I'm just no like, warning. Oh, shit. Yo, now I'm just like, stopping. I'm like, oh, damn. Now I really got to like yeah. put my like, I got to like get it on. And then they was all cool. Everybody was really nice. They was really patient. But I ain't gonna lie, I bodied that presentation because everybody was just nodding their heads, smiling. It was a lot of good feedback. On uh, they the competition that they said, uh, was, I think VMOC. I think it was the school that brought up VMOC. So right now, CUNY yeah. Central, CUNY Central is basically like the, I guess the department that makes the decision in terms of certain products that CUNY is gonna integrate CUNY wide. And they thinking of of bringing VMOC to to CUNY, and VMOC is one of the competitors. We're gonna break down the competitors even more as we go along this ep this episodes. But the three biggest um competitors that we have right now is People Grove, um VMOC, and Big Interview. Big Interview. Yeah. yeah. So. We're going to definitely do some more research about all three of those and give more of a breakdown and actually dedicate, I feel like we should definitely dedicate one episode to each um competition that we have and go in depth into what's the strategies to be better than them or how can we incorporate some of the things that they're doing. So I think that would be right. a good idea. What do you think? I think that'll be good because uh, we did a little bit of research on people growth and some of, I think the lady from, was it BMCC on, on Tuesday, she said that she basically said it's just like an alumni network. It's not necessarily about like coaching or so, but just about yeah. keeping in touch with the alumni of their different schools yeah. and within the university. So for me, I went to Baruch College. My school that I went to was Sickland. So it would be like a Zicklin admin that would use that under Baruch yeah. or so. So it was like one of those things where it's just being able to reach out to alumni who I just signed up for, people grow, making it easier to get them to maybe come say a speech or do whatever else, donate, I guess. Yeah, it was, yeah, people grow. I was actually like playing around with the dashboard. It's, it's cool. Some of the... At least the like the UI and the UX is pretty clean and simple. But like I said, there's there's a missing aspect of it that they're not doing. And I think we could definitely um we could definitely definitely utilize that aspect of it that we're doing to differentiate ourselves from them. Mm. And then V mockup and big interview uh big interview was recently. So I had a big interview was literally today. Exactly. It was literally today. So, I found out about them today, right? Like at this meeting that I just had. Shout out to Patricia from Gutman. She was she had really good energy. Um she came in very bubbly, um, very attentive, gave some great suggestions and great feedback. So shout out to Patricia. She's from Gutman College. Did you hear about Gutman? I never heard about Gutman College until like Yeah, that's um forty second street. That's near like, Brian yeah. She said like about Brian Park. And she said it's mm -hmm. like 
they only have like a thousand students or something like that. It's a really small school. Yeah, it's one building. Yeah. It's like on the I don't know what floor, but I assume it's like the tenth floor. Nigga, that shit sounds like she sounds like high school, nigga. High school, technically. Damn. Yeah, it's a small small school, small campus. She was like in a department. There would be like fifty students. I was like, damn, Crazy. bro. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Did she say what they like? They specialty is like you know how Baruch is finance. I think um, no, city college is like engineering. Oh, okay. I don't know who goes to that. I only know one person, literally. I went. To I've never, met, I have never met anybody said who go to government. Bro. Yeah, I know one person. But that's kind of late, though. Like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, guess it's fine. That's what I was about to say, like, because like you know, I mean, I would assume you know a lot of people because everybody is pretty small school, and at the same time, it's like. You get to get that focused attention that most schools won't give you. That's like, right. for, you like, go to a yes. bigger school. Yeah, people like like me. Like for me, for example, I went to Baruch, and the like admission admission like no different departments was so like bureaucratic. It's ridiculous. Yeah, she was telling me too. Is like what they do right now is like they personally are able to. Uh, help students out in terms of like careers and the kind of focus kind of things. So that was kind of mm -hmm. a cool, interesting thing of it too. Is like it's a small school, so they could be able to like maneuver a lot more efficiently with like uh, right. They could they needs. could be agile. Yeah. Definitely. But some takeaways that I got from all of these meetings, as one, is that we have a product market fit. And at the same time, we have a proof of concept because the people that we went to were stakeholders in terms of who will actually be paying for this. And at the same time, they know they already have the uh, insights in terms of student needs. And every single person that we talked to definitely said they could see a lot of value in this. So that was really um, it was really a reassuring to me. Yeah, because when you told me that, well, actually being on the same well, one call with with the person with the recruiter, not the recruiter, mm -hmm. the what was she again? The she was, she was a rep she of was the, a, the rep was, of one um, of the journalism school, I think. For, oh yeah, you're talking uh, about uh, yeah. Yolanda Rodriguez. Yolanda, Yolanda, yeah, yeah. She was exactly. nice too. She definitely. Oh. She was the first actual. I think she was the first meeting that we had. Yeah. yeah, she might have like been the Monday first or one. Tuesday or something like that. Yeah, yeah, she and, was really nice too. She gave some really good feedback too. Right, so she basically said it the same. Like I think you was mentioning mentioning David and Goliath, so she kind of hinted at where it's like they have these legacy systems, but she can see for sure how this can be utilized for a larger school or just a certain specific school. Because yeah. again, she worked at the journalism school for I think. It was just CUNY College or like, it's CUNY Journalism. It's, it's a graduate school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a graduate yeah. school. So see, like she just have a small student body, so they mostly stick to a certain, I guess, like software product mm -hmm. that they use. And the always interesting mm -hmm. about these meetings too was that a lot of people were actually like being uh 
like they was going out of the way to say oh can we do a pilot and i was interested to me because i was like damn a lot of times you the person who has to like ask for those kind of things but if people are actually going out of their way to actually like want to support this that means that like i said before there's a lot of value in the thing that we're building it was like oh we want to do a pilot can what can we do a pilot and i was just like uh we yeah. don't have we don't have a built that out yet but I think in a pilot, the second phase of this has got to be where we get user feedback. Yeah. What we actually trying to also get, because it's like, it's three different segments. I'm not sure if we could talk about it, if we did say what nah, we ain't talking about it yet. Yeah, but I could say one, which would be, um, because I'm sure if you guys listen to this, y'all could look up the competitors and get a gist of what we're doing. Yeah, It'll be the faculty. That's one like uh, pers- persona or target audience that we're using hence why we're first like doing interviews with the like college admin for the for um the alumni and for the admissions and for the career success or career departments because yeah that's that's we need their like approval first so that it's more easier to just have a, a payment model for the product you know? yeah yeah uh, yeah definitely um i think the second target is the the students we definitely need to like i, I think we talked about it in sure one of the podcasts can. uh the, one of the mm-hmm. episodes i mean we definitely need to make a survey to target them and ask them more in terms of what they actually need what's their needs because even like faculties might have uh some sort of understanding of what student needs are but you always you mm-hmm. always have to go to the actual source so we need to create a survey targeted to those um students and actually see what they're yeah. saying. And interactive. For them, I think it needs to be interactive too. Cause yeah. we could pitch to like the faculty, but we also yeah. need that other person to just be like, nah, like they need to be demanding they <laughs> they career reps, like career coaches at the school. Yeah. Like, nah, we need this, like this mm-hmm. is like great. Even when I was like doing know? some research to like to basically uh, tell them why this is a necessity or this is like a tool that students actually want. The data that actually backed it was very interesting. It was like more than like 50% of students are asking for more uh, preparation tool and career preparation tools. And that was really interesting mm. to me. I thought it was going to be lower than that because you think like people go to college to basically get ready for jobs, right? You would think like that number would be lower. But it was like around like sixty nah, yeah. to like sixty five percent. That's really high, to be honest. If that was from a mentor money, collective, right? Um, no, that was not from mentor collective. I forgot exactly where I got that data source from. But if you look it up, you definitely see it. It's like if you're paying that much money, if I'm paying, if people are going like how many? How what's the average debt that people go into? Um, I want to say yeah. I want to give a low a ball a low ballpark like twenty thousand. But let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna sure do some quick research. Average that after college. Maybe forty thousand to be honest. Bro, <laughs> average that is thirty three thousand five hundred. Uh, so you telling me? <laughs> yeah, you're pretty close. You telling me I go to college, and I do four years there, and I get out of college in debt with 33,500 and I'm ready no to job. get a job. <laughs> That's yeah. ridiculous. So, and I think one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people are not prepared for the job market is because one, 
they haven't done any internships, but how do you get those internships? It's through interviews. And if you don't practice for interviews, how are you going to get a job or how are you going to get an internship? So a lot of times it goes back to that essential part of what we're trying to do right now is to help students better their interview skills. And that's exactly what we're focusing on. And I think this is a tool that's going to help a lot of students. And also, like, when you go to grad school, you, there's also an interview aspect of it, too. But we're not necessarily focused on that part of it yet. But that's still something that people need to sharpen their tools. I mean, the skills as, like, just in general, being able to present yourself in a matter of, uh, in a matter of way where you can stand out compared to the to the competition. I think, I think one thing is just we're missing, like as just the younger generation and our generation now is just communication. People forget yeah. how important that is. We, you know, stick to the screens and some people hardly communicate. But knowing how to give that elevator pitch will take you like a very long way. So exactly, this helps that, sharpens that. You know, I think we definitely talked about this. And one of the episodes before where I said um, communication is going to become a commodity. And mm. I still really, I still believe in that. It's just like the way society is going nowadays, we, we're becoming very much reserved and in a way isolated. And yeah, everything is becoming, <laughs> everything is very, everything is coming automated and very much robotic in a way where there's a human element that's being lost. And I think what's going to allow you to be able to different yourself from other people is being able to still have that human connection with, with others and be able to express yourself and communicate. I think that's going to be very yeah. important in the days that's coming. Yeah, and they coming pretty soon. So the world is moving fast. It's moving very fast. There was, I was going somewhere with, before I got, I got, I got, uh, Distracted. It was something I was going to say. Yeah, I forgot. But anyways, some of the some of the things that we definitely have to do next is one, we need to create a prototype. And I know we were talking about it. Uh, I think it was last week we were talking about it. I don't think we talked about it in the mm -hmm. podcast, but we did talk about it between me and you. Uh, I think we need to create a prototype just to have a more visual. Because I had one meeting, I think I told you about that, where... She didn't necessarily fully understand the concept. I think she understood the concept, but she, I think she she's one of those people who need to see like a demo. She needs to see like a visual uh, yeah. button. She needs to see like a whole dashboard. So like, there's yeah, gonna be people like moving. that. There's gonna be yeah. There's gonna be people like that. So I think we have to create a visual aspect of it rather than just like because the concept is already proven. But now we need to actually create the interface for people to actually see it. Yeah, that's so definitely you, next. That's definitely like the asterisk, the star next to it that's coming up. Yeah, for sure. And the second part of it, um, is creating a a user waitlist just to show that just to show that there's traction for this, and mm -hmm. that's gonna be the next thing that I'm gonna be working on. The two most important thing for me, for at least in the next two up in the next two weeks, um. Is gonna be the the prototype. It's gonna be the Figma design that we're both gonna work on, and it's also gonna be the waitlist. And that's gonna be the waitlist is gonna be pretty simple. 
there's actually um a new platform that just came out it's called framer and i think everybody should check it out framer is basically um ai generated website uh create uh maker creator whatever you want to call it it generates websites real quick based off of your based off a of prompt that you give and i was playing around with it yesterday what? and it's pretty interesting it's pretty good framer framer dot ai uh framer dot let me look it up framer framer dot com yeah i'll see it yeah i think you guys should definitely check it out this week the takeaways that i actually learned because we didn't we didn't cover that in the beginning of our podcast um it's just not being afraid to put yourself out there. Um, at times, it could be very nerve-wracking to, you know, to just speak to, I guess, people of authority or people who he deemed are, I guess, I don't know how to say it uh, in, a, in a proper way, but I guess it's like, it could be nerve-wracking a little bit when you have somebody who's in a position of authority and you feel like you need to, like, present yourself in a, in a, in a positive manner. Or, I don't know exactly where I'm going for, but I think what I, what I'm trying to say is that I know what you're saying. Yeah, some, yeah <laughs> that, sometimes you yeah, yeah. go don't ahead. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Like yeah, like you're be, worthy. Like you know, especially yeah, yeah. if you are not like let's say I don't know. Not like a bomb or something. Clearly, wouldn't yeah. be that if you in that position to speak to somebody we think is in a higher authority than you because you got yourself there. So you yeah. obviously already worthy right there you got their time now you you can't get their time they can't get their time back so of course you're already worthy yeah. right there you know especially so now you gotta actually be yeah especially when like you believe in something that you're building <laughs> be confident in yourself that's one thing is that you have to be confident in yourself especially when you're a builder when you're like this podcast is about people who build and who love to build so when you're building something and you believe in something that you're building, you have to be confident. You have to be able to go out there and present what you're building to people. And that's what I was doing this week. I was just like, especially being by myself, I didn't have my brother to help me out. But, you know, you have sometimes you have to go alone. You know, sometimes you have to put yourself out there. You have to go alone and just do what you got to do. And that's what I learned throughout this week is that once you go under pressure, there's two things that's gonna happen. You're gonna fold, or you're gonna, you feel me? You're gonna resist that pressure and and go past that the limit that you're selling yourself. And that's exactly what I did this week. I was just answering questions back to back to back. I was flowing. I was like in a flow state. Right. People ask me questions. I just, you know, you ever see Avatar? The air, Avatar, the, the last Avatar, the last yeah. Avatar. There, I just felt uh -huh. like that, bro. I was just like flowing, bro. I just feel like in the zone, it was, it was, yeah. Well, you yeah. know, you know what they say, like, they say pressure makes diamonds, so. Exactly. That's, that's how I'm going to look at. <laughs> I was shining, brother. I was shining. <laughs> it was glistening. But, yeah, that, and it was a really good, like, eye-opening moment for me. It was just like, I could, I can actually do this, like, because some, because I've been in meetings, like, working at a startup, you have to do some certain things that you're not comfortable with, but you always have another person um to rely on. Like I had like 
sometimes when you have these meetings with like big corporations and big partners, like I remember one time we had a meeting with like Center, and I was on mm. this call. I didn't say anything because I had somebody else, you know, to rely on. I had my CEO. She was, and she's, I ain't gonna lie, she, she got it. She a boss. She know how to talk to people. And just learning from her is like, sometimes you just you know, learning from, and I really, I want to give a big shout out to her because she definitely like over the, the years, she definitely like helped me build my confidence up and just give me tips and tricks in terms of how you talk to people. And big shout out to her because even when I was in that call, I was using some of her tactics. I was like, I would take a moment, I would stop. I would be like, oh, do anybody have any questions? And, you know, just keep that engagement ongoing. So big shout out to her. Her name is Kimberly Gray. Shout out to Kimberly. <laughs> shout out. You got anything you want to touch on? Anything that you learned? Finish off. Um, just, I'll just finish off with, uh, like, honestly, just excited to be back, to be honest with you. Like, that's the only thing I have. Because I had to put the updates and stuff on hold. So once I get back, though, for sure, I'm going to look into also helping you on that uh, waiting list for, like, uh, the product. And yeah. I think we're gonna have we're gonna have it done by next week. Maybe I can just put my all into it. I don't have to necessarily I'm not, do anything I'm not, marketing bro. related. When you come but... back, bro, I'm gonna treat you like a damn slave, nigga. <laughs> you about to be getting nah, slave, bro? Cause I was out here slaving. You gonna be you gonna be getting slave too, boy? Nah, don't worry. I got I got it, man. For sure. The plantation, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I'm joking. But bro. yeah, nah, that's all. That's all me. Um, definitely gonna get to work for sure. So, but other than that, hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast and get out there, man. The goal of this podcast, the goal of this um episode is build. you know build, man. Get yourself out there. Stop <laughs> being afraid. Just start building. Stop, yeah. Start building. Yeah. Build something great. And other than that, I have nothing else. You got something, bro? Nah, I'm done. <laughs> Peace, guys. Peace.